Hello, this is Chris O'Regan, and you're listening to The Sausage Factory. episode 325 of The Sausage Factory. Welcome. In this episode I chat to Cedric Risi about the side or vertical scrolling shmup he has made and released Binary Star Infinity. I really like this game. I discovered it randomly on Switch. I was looking at the news and new releases and I saw this small gif or gif or whatever you call them thing, animation of this game running. Binary Star Infinity is an extraordinary fun shoot 'em up shmup, if you like. And it's something that we at Kane and Rince do love because we, we, we featured many a shmup in Kane and Rince. And uh yeah, I've streamed it myself. Binary Star Infinity that is after I interviewed uh, Cedric and uh, this is a really, really, really good interview. I really enjoyed it. It's very illuminating about the whole process about making what is an ostensibly simple concept of a shoot 'em up game, and in fact, it can actually become quite complex if you're not too careful. And one of the unique aspects of Binary Star Infinity is that, well, the clues in the title there's only two colours black and white, and occasional red. Now, I've featured games like that, Shot in the Dark being case in point, having a similar colour palette. I'm drawn to it, maybe? I don't know. Downwell is a favourite of mine as well. Maybe I just like the clarity of it, the movement, the fluidity of everything, without the the haze of the, the colour there. just gets to the point, the root core of what's going on. I don't know. I'm just drawn to it. Anyway, enough about that. So we listen to me from the past, talking to Cedric. Chris! If you be so kind. Cedric. Hi, Chris. Who are you and what do you do? I'm a French UX designer, art director and game developer based in Tokyo, Japan. 
Yeah, what what an opening from France, but lives in Japanese land. So the land of the rising sun, as they call it. Exactly. Uh, That's 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 quite a quite a thing. Uh, So, uh, but let's dig into your history, your personal history in the in the realm of video games. How did you make your start making video (laughs) games? Well, I start my career back in the '90s as a graphic designer and front-end developer. And I uh, was working mainly for uh, computing services companies uh, and also as freelancer. Uh, I, I'm also a co- the co-founder of uh, an agency uh, with my brother, with a software uh, software engineer. And uh, during the, the last 10 years, I worked a lot uh, as a, an outsourcing artist for a video game. Uh, uh, and I always uh, created small games projects on the side. Uh, mob- mobile games, free games, uh, and a lot of prototype for for my clients. Uh, and since uh, 2018, uh, I work mostly uh, on project with uh, my actual uh, publisher uh, of the game, uh, Forever Entertainment. Uh, so mainly working for for them as a, an art director. Okay. And then, so bring you up up to date. What, what... You've actually started off on your own, or uh, I, I, yeah, I started, I started as a, as a freelancer working in right. video game. So mostly at at the beginning of my career in video game, um, I made a lot of uh, advert games. I don't know if you are familiar oh, okay. with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and also educational kind of game for companies, like for. Um, uh, like um, uh, studying inside a, a company's uh, a position, etc. They, they they like to use uh, some video games now. Yes. So yeah. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That that's uh, that's. And yet here my, you are yeah. making an extraordinary, yeah. complex and intuitive yet intuitive and fun scrolling shooter. Wow! Thank you. That's, that's <laughs> uh, that's. that's yeah, we'll talk about how you know we're gonna we're gonna delve deep into binary star infinity in, in due course, everyone. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. We need to find out who made it, which is Cedric. <laughs> um, so, as a creator of things, because you have been for quite some time, by the sounds of things, nineteen nineties. That's that's reminding yeah, everyone yeah. that's it's not twenty years ago, contrary to popular belief. That's no, thirty no. years ago. <laughs> I'm starting to to. To get pretty old, to be. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at things. Go. I mean, uh, when I see things from the nineteen nineties, I go, "Why does it look so awful?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. They're big on lots of contrasting colours and washed out stuff. I don't know what it was about, but that's what they did. What's yeah. with all the weird fonts? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um. It, yeah, that's strange. It's almost as if people finally figured out how to use fonts, but they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was mostly developers that made game at the time, and and not a lot of artists, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, as a creative things, as I was saying, what are your biggest influences? Well, uh, mostly very old uh, video games, like prehistoric uh, kind of video game. Okay. I, I like I like a very old game. I I started played uh, with my brother. He's a little bit older than me, uh, so we start playing on the on the Atari uh, two thousand six hundred. That was my my first uh, console at home. So 
yeah, I, I really like uh, uh, games from from uh, this uh, era, like uh, old old arcade game or, or yeah, very simple kind of game. Yeah, I was an Intellivision kid, so I I mean, so yeah. that big struggle between the two machines that was a real thing. Everyone talks about, you know, the Xbox versus the PlayStation, thinking it's like, oh, this is a new struggle. No, it's been around for ever since yeah, the yeah. games came into being. Um, yes, yeah, so I still remember having... Uh, yeah, the Coleco the, the and the Mag, Mag, Magnavox, that was, that's what yeah. he, there was a console called... Yeah, we didn't have that in France. In France, it was mostly Atari who made, like, uh, was the, the king of the market. So, yeah, right. everybody right. in France had, had a, an Atari console. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not too familiar with the Coleco, etc. No. I know the name because I played, like, in a, like emulation or stuff like that. But of course. I didn't yes. have one. You get yeah. you get exposed. I mean, hello. For example, yeah. France loved the Amstrad CPC. They, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had an Amstrad CPC. Yeah, it was the king of the computer at the time. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love them too. I've got two of them. I got a six one two eight and a four six four. Um, oh yeah, nice. But uh, and it's still working. Of course they are. Uh, yeah. And uh, but it has a has a device on it called the M four. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but the M4 is a cartridge you can put on the back and it connects the Amstrad to the Wi-Fi in your home. And you can drag and drop games into this thing and it runs. Oh, great. That, that's, a, that's a mod for uh, like a, a hardware mod for yeah, the... Yeah, for the hardware mod. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's amazing. So your influence is the, the actual core of the original games then, like games like, for example, I cite this often, Asteroids, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was yeah, I was talking about other old game like that, like and I asked asked if you know a game called the Computer Space or Lunar Lander. It's it's from the same era. It was more arcade kind of game. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, I'm very the, very familiar with, yeah. with both those games. Computer Space is or Space War. Yeah, so so. All those games from mainframes from the seventies that uh, and sixties exactly yeah seventies yeah 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 because it was a mainframe that they made this video game and then they tried to put it on the arcades and realised that this game's terrible for arcades because you need to have a, yeah you, you need to have a degree in not only um, like computer <laughs> science but also you know uh, astrophysics in order to figure out how to play <laughs> yeah. it. It's just idiots, idiots. Um, they started. Yeah, go on. Sorry, they started to look pretty um, gra- graphically advanced. Asteroid was very simple, but Computer Space had like uh, stars in the in the background, etc. So it it was interesting. It was a, a small leap from uh, like Pong, Pong or or Asteroid where the the background was completely black. So yeah, yeah, it it, it had. <laughs> You know, Newtonian physics in it. It was absurd. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they then went when they figured out. Oh, maybe, maybe we should <laughs> dumb things down a bit because not everyone's got a degree in astrophysics. Because uh, yeah, I just remember Nolan Bushnell saying that all my friends like this game because all his friends were engineers. 
That's true. Uh, and they, and they, 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 they made that on, on like an actual uh, scientific machine. I don't know exactly how to say that in English, but like electronic kind of uh, uh, machine. That, that was not computer. That's what like uh, electronic uh, machinery to, for, for, um, for another use, like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, radar or sonar. I don't know. They, 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 wow. they, uh, yeah, that, that oh, was not right. computer at the time. Yeah. State, was it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's, I mean, and your so your core influence for creating your games, let's see, getting back to those simpler games on the why, why are you doing that? Why are you focusing on the, the games from 50 years ago? Why, why are you doing that? Because I like, I think, um, uh, the, the constraint and, and the fact that the, the, uh, some of these games uh, use very simple mechanics, but but they they, they try to tra- transcend it. Uh, like uh, uh, so, so that's what what interested interest me in in video game game right now is, is uh, like the the constraint mostly. So uh, uh, that was the idea behind Binary Star as well. Like uh, uh, what can you do uh, with the like some uh, imposed constraint for from from the time. But uh, adding uh, like um, uh, f- feedbacks and and uh, controls that, that are moderns, so th- that was the the idea as well for the this, game. This is a common thread I've found on on when talking to developers on the show. Yeah, yeah. For decades, decades, developers have been moaning, well, not moaning, but bemoaning the lack of power in the com- in the machines and computers they're developing for. Until very recently, yeah, and now it's like, oh god, it's like you know, what I cite, what I cite. Let's let's take a drink, everyone, because I do mention this. Well, it's been a while since I mentioned this in the show, but the concept of memory leak, Mm -mm -mm. memory leak is where the code is poorly written, not poorly written, but there's a there's a thing in it you neglected, and it starts filling the RAM with with gibberish and with just data that's not needed now back in the day this would be discovered very quickly because there's very little ram now you'd be sitting there for good two three hours before it suddenly manifests itself and go why is the game slowing oh (laughs) because you have gigabytes of data of, of ram that's it's gonna take a while to fill up and then you know it's just like and this is a Basically, it's, a, it's a, a reflection on the the uh, the power of the machines we use now uh, is is phenomenal. True. Absolutely, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, rather than you know, the, there's two ways. There's two ways you can go with this. You can either do what you describe, create a scenario where I'm going to place artificial restrictions on my game so to make it manageable, so I can actually make this thing. Or I'm now going to employ two thousand people and spend six years making a vast mm-hmm. epic. You know, it's just uh, there's a kind of in between that's too. You know, I'm, when I talk about vast epics, you know the kind of games I'm talking about. Exactly. Typically, yeah. the ones made by EA, Ubisoft, and the like. Yeah, yeah. Those those ones, and then you know, and there's that. There is a spectrum between. Um, Cedric, I, I understand yeah. that. And of course, there's going to be people, hundreds of people working on a game, and that, but it's typically that kind of stretch. 
and yeah. uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a credit to technology and engineers and stuff like, and scientists and what have you to actually get us to the point where we are at now. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the, to to focus on the limitations and then you go, okay, well I have these limitations. What did people do when those limitations were not artificial? Uh, well, in 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 my case, it also served a, a purpose. It was also um, the fact that I I needed to do uh, this game in very uh, small amount of time. Uh, it was like um, also a kind of challenge, but it was also necessary because I have a, a lot of uh, other work at the at the at the same time on other games. Uh, so I also kind of choose the, this kind of constraint to to make the 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 project f- f- feasible in a in a in a small amount of times so so every everything makes a little bit of sense uh, in in my um, in my workflow uh, yeah. so yeah so my next the, question the, to you yeah. because yeah. it's great it's a great thing to anchor around it's something that we at Kane and Rinse have celebrated we've featured asteroids in one of our episodes of cane and rinse and uh it's it's been extraordinary i mean for example the little spaceship uh the little the tight the smallest one in asteroids you may argue why is it so hard to hit and why is it so vicious it's actually coded to take you down it's a hunter killer it's coded in such a way with you know less than a kilobyte of ram to to take you out you know it's just like no it's it's there to you know, it uses the, you know, we call it AI. It's not really AI. It's reactive coding, but it's there to take you out. That's what it's there for. That's why it's so hard to kill. So even then, mm-hmm. even then they had that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. next question. What developer do you most admire in the industry and why? Hmm. I like um, a lot of uh, <laughs> people in the industry, but I will, I will probably, it's not very original, but I will say Miyamoto Shigeru-san and Tezuka Takashi-san probably, because uh, I think the, the apparent simplicity and um, the, the perfection of their game mechanics and also controls feedbacks uh, are pretty impressive for the games. Uh, uh, on the on the Famicom, for example, or at the time, it was uh, I think really hard to to get this kind of uh, uh, precision in in controls and mechanics. Uh, well, I, I also like uh, Hideo Kojima-san. It's another <laughs> completely another uh, for completely other reasons, but but mostly for his vision. And also, as as I am a UI UX designer, I'm very interested in UI in video games. And, and Kojima always had a, a very, um, uh, like, uh, he, he spent time on uh, on UI and innovation in, in, in the UI in these games so very early. So I think it's interesting. And yes, I think their approach to game development is so, so different to everyone else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And when people ask, how do they come up with this stuff? The fact that they're asking that question means they're, yeah. <laughs> looking, they're looking at the wrong concept. They don't look at video games in the same way as the, the people asking the question are. Uh, and I can't, I can't, I don't know what how they do it. All I can see is as a commentator attempt to figure out how they think. It's impossible. If I knew yeah, that, I would be making games myself. Uh, because, yeah, because probably. They, they make, they are... Uh, it it just 
it just treats it in a different way. And it's been the way for almost, again, 30-odd years. And now we've got Mario. There's a new Mario game that's come out this week. Um, yeah. I haven't got it yet. I need to get hold of that. But uh, it's... Uh, you know, um, it's extraordinary. It's, it's it, yeah, it's the one from the Wii U, I think. The, it's the, the, it's the, probably the, why yeah, I haven't bothered yeah, because yeah. it's like I've already got this, and it's, I do, <laughs> and I still have a Wii U, um, and uh, it's 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 yeah, that's probably why I've sort of delayed. But uh, it, it does have added additional bits to it. Yeah, it's yep. also on the Switch, which we all know is a remarkable device. Um, it's a great device, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, there's no. There's no right or wrong answer to this question. And I understand it's actually quite hard to answer because you don't want to offend anyone who you work with or, or have interactions yeah. with. But um, to turn around and say, you know, I think they, they've made some... Yeah, it, it's a, a great response. And uh, But uh, I also like... Uh, I, 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 I want to talk just real quick because uh, it's not a secret in my game. Like, I use uh, this very, very one-byte kind of, of design, but there is, like, this red accent color. And uh, I just want to talk real quick about a game called Downwells. You probably know it, and and yes. uh, yeah. uh, and it's it's not a secret. I really like this idea of of um, uh, red accent color. So I want to also uh, talk about uh, Fumoto Jirosan. It's it's the, the the developer of Downwell, and I really like his work as well. It's, it's called he's called under the name Mopinsan. Uh, yeah. most of the time but yeah I, I really like his work as well i know he he, he worked a little bit for nintendo uh, but uh, i think now he's, he's back to doing game uh, alone so yeah yeah i i, I think he, he had very um something's very interesting in, in done well yeah so yeah it, it, it's it, kind of yeah, yeah. i'm I, really influenced by this game as well yeah i, I was drawn to it when i saw it, I like, oh it looks like it looks like an abstract game it, it totally does <laughs> Yeah, but when you play, it's it's crazy good yes. in terms of oh, feedback, etc. So I think, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's very, he's very talentous. I, I, I'm hoping for uh, to to play his next game. I know that he's working on on the next game right now. I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for for that. It flows so quickly, so fast. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of games that we like to play, what are you playing right now? Oh, what I am playing! I'm, I'm playing um, uh, gen Generation Zero right now on the PC. Uh, I think it's it's a game from uh, Avalanche Studio. I think they are Swedish. That's that's the the studio who made um, ju Just a Cause. I don't it know did, if you know yes. this. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's a very interesting game. I, I was attracted by the the, the design. Uh, it's like. Uh, it's a first-person uh, kind of game, but like in in a forest in Sweden, and and there is like uh, robots uh, attacking people, etc. So it, it reminds me also um, um, Tales of the Loops. Uh, I don't know if you know this um, oh, yes. drama. Yeah. So so yeah, I don't remember the name of the 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 designer, the artist Simon something. His name is Swedish. I will not be able to pronounce it, but yeah, the the game the game is very influenced by by his work like um, uh, strange uh, mechanical robots in, in like um, ba barren uh, 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 settings in, in Sweden, uh, you know, in the snow, etc. So, yeah, this game is very good. Uh, gener generation Zero, sorry for my uh, terrible pronunciation. Oh, but, to check that out. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, it's pretty good. hearing about that. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's good to know that Avalanche are branching out from just cool. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think the the critics are that good. I think the the the, the yeah the critics are not that good. But I think it's a really good game. Well, okay. yeah, really good game. Yeah, um, yeah, Generation yeah. Zero. So, uh, I, I'll yeah, I, I, I'm just I just finished Hellpoint on streaming. So, I'm oh yeah, 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 yeah. A, a new game to to get a new complex game to get my teeth yeah. into. So, yeah. give give a I'll, give I'll... a chance to Generation Zero. I yeah, it's will. it's a good game. I will. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, that's the end of the first half of the show, <laughs> and uh, so now we go into part two, where we delve deep into Binary Star Infinity. Okay. Answer the base question. I call the zeroth question. It's not really a question. It's a request. Can you, please, in your own words, describe what is Binary Star Infinity? Hmm. Well, it's a very straightforward uh, shooter, shooter game, shmup, uh, shoot them up. Uh, it's um, it's a game with, um, I think. Pretty intuitive controls. You, you talk about. Uh, you said intuitive at the beginning. I think it it, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, I, uh, I think it's. Yeah. Um, she, it doesn't require a great deal of uh, yeah. uh, description about how you to interact with the game, at least initially. But then it starts to get more complicated. But you carry on. Yeah, and um, well, it's it's um, black and white with uh, a red accent color. Uh, so it's very uh, one byte kind of uh, design, and uh, but it's it's a fun um, it's a fun game to play. I think it's in in small session probably. That I, I was um, when I created the game, I was thinking about um, making something that you can uh, uh, take and play for for a few minutes and maybe uh, uh, play with your friend, etc. So yeah, it's 
It, it, there is nothing a lot to to explain what it is. I, I think if you if you play it, you you will know exactly what was the 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 purpose of this game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, if you're familiar with the Gradius series of games, yeah, yeah, exactly. Example, yeah. Um, you'll be in familiar territory. Um, we have uh, um, uh, Mikhail, He's doing uh, a stream of Gradius Five on his PlayStation yeah. Two at the moment. That's Which, the best of the Gradius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, and speaking as a European, we initially knew that game as Nemesis for a variety of yeah, reasons. Yeah. And I first encountered it on the MSX. I suspect you did too. Yeah, um, yeah. And because uh, I had a friend who had one, because we were Europeans and we had MSXs. Yeah. Um, so we're amongst friends here, Cedric. You know, when we say MSX <laughs> to an American, they go. I think I've heard of that. And then, and then they'll talk about Metal Gear Solid for a bit, or Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. It did have other games on it, but okay, fine. That's true. Um, but uh, it is... Um, now, I have a very sort of like... It starts off as a lefty-righty. It's a lefty-righty scrolling shooter. Left, you know, like yeah, horizontal, yeah, yeah. in other words. Left, horizontal, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I call it lefty-righty. But there's yeah, yeah. And you can switch it to up and downy. Exactly. It's amazing <laughs> when you do it. Yeah. It's fantastic. You can switch it over to up and downy. And I actually find it easier to play up and downy than lefty-righty. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a little bit easier. I think it's it's the fact that uh, you have a better um, uh, vision, like uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, uh, yep. a, a better vision of the of the of the level uh, than than yeah, if you play yeah. on horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, yeah, it's a and, little uh, bit harsh to play uh, in a uh, horizontal. It's it's more difficult, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, which is you know goes back to my my time with Defender, which never ends well. <laughs> people think oh defender that's not so no it's not that game is not straightforward in any way it's it's no. just it's brutal unlike it's scramble difficult. me and scramble get on just fine but you know and uh yeah. you can trace the lineage of gradius back to scramble i believe um, so there's there is um but uh so there it is that's it's a, it's a binary colored um scrolling shooter all right that's what uh Binary Star Infinity is. So I've got to ask you a question now. So this is the first design question for you, so brace yourself. Um, there are power-ups in Binary Star Infinity. Yes. They are, they are everywhere, rightly so. And because uh, that's the nature of the, the games of shooters like this, not like Scramble where you had the same weapon and that's your lot, you just have to deal with it. Um, whereas in, you know nowadays you get power-ups and what have you. One thing I noticed about the power-ups, which is different to what I've encountered in other games of similar genre, is that when you pick them up, and granted they're in canisters and things or other enemies, mm -hmm. you automatically trigger them. You automatically turn them on. Yeah. Why? <laughs> mm, it, it was like a, a, a also a, a difficulty choice because if you if you take it you you get the the power right away that you just get Indeed. but if you yeah. if you yeah. Yeah, yeah but if you if you change or if you um if you by by mistake take another uh kind of power up uh, you will change to this one so it, it was um adding a, a layer of strategic like you had to avoid 
avoid you have to avoid like uh, enemy bullets and enemies but also sometimes you have to avoid power up power up and i think it was a, a funny mechanic that I, I didn't see much in, in other shooters so yeah you, you also have to avoid uh, power, power up sometimes yes you do and yeah. that's that's a <laughs> critical component of, of yeah. these type of games is that surely power-ups are all good aren't they no what no. if you don't want the laser beam what if you want the the, the spread fire of the, the the circle things as i call them oh yeah, yeah. so why are you picking up the laser beam well it's a power-up don't do that what i'm trying to tease out of you do you not believe that doing this adds a level of tactical play to binary star infinity yeah, and and also I try to to um, I don't know if if, if player have, have um, uh, understand that yet or or experienced it yet, but the the power ups are are very um, uh, tailored for, for some levels, so it's it's like uh, yeah uh, you, you need to get the the right power up, but in fact there is some um, randomness as well on the, on uh, when you when you loot a power up, so yeah you you need to get the the right. Uh, the right power-up for the right moment in the game. Or indeed, if you want an achievement, the wrong power-up for the wrong moment. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick yeah, that where... up. I picked up one said he killed the boss with a railgun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're not supposed to do that. You did it anyway, but you killed the boss. I found it really funny. Like, But yeah, I like yeah. this gun. Yeah, not with this boss. <laughs> never mind. You did it anyway. You, you, yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you bloody-minded. You were bloody-minded. <laughs> just no. I'm going to use this gun. It's the worst gun for this boss. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> so yeah, I really that made me chuckle. So, um, this next question. This is about movement and speed. <laughs> How have you found, when developing Binary Star Infinity, the concept or managing the concept of speed versus fair warning to the player of incoming obstacles and enemies? Mm. Well, I, I played, uh, I made lots of, of playtests on my game, but uh, the, the idea of uh, the way um, the, the, um, the control is in this game... Uh, 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 I wanted to to um, mimic some of um, well in in my um, in my um, uh, uh, recollection of, of of playing arcade games uh, the the um, the the game were very fast well uh, mostly uh, uh, shooters from the nineties uh, they were very brutal and very fast the, the first time you, you you put a coins on the machine on the machine it it was very very brutal very fast you 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 mostly l lose your game right away. Uh, so, so I had this idea in mind to um, uh, not make the, the 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 game too progressive in the level design. So the first level is is start very very brutal <laughs> right away. So uh, the the fact that uh, the 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 player have have to be uh, fast uh, etc. Uh, uh, was participating a lot uh, to, to this um, uh, feedback that I wanted to give to the player. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted everything to be as fast as possible and still and still readable because because it, it was. Uh, Probably the, the the most difficult part of this game, keeping stuff readable. I'm not sure. I, I it's it's a one one hundred percent 
uh, stuff that I, that, that, that I that I made. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, mo mostly uh, trying to get a, a very uh, very brutal and and, and um, visceral kind of gameplay right away to the player. Yeah, and uh, there was a you know there was a design requirement for those arcade games. They were trying to get you to put more money into the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and that's fine, uh, but it doesn't really work at home. <laughs> but it, no, uh, but yeah, but I think I, I, that's why also the the way I I, um, I distribute one up, etc. Because there is like a, a little trick on, on the on the randomness of uh, of stuff and and percentage of of um, of loot. Uh, when I see that the player is dying uh, too fast for like losing uh, one or two life uh, in a row, uh, I, I give more uh, one up and stuff like that. So I try to balance uh, the difficulty of the game with the with the loot system. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Next question. Yep. Um, we've talked about the limited color palette already, but I want to talk about it a bit more. There is only technically three colors in inverted commas um yeah. basically the three colors being black white and red that's that's all there is to it there's no more as i'm aware colors to it no. um, uh and it, where red appears and it does appear of course it does it seems to act only exists in enemy things yeah. was that always did it? Is that was always the intention to add red to things that are dangerous to the player? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's something that Donwell do uh, a little bit as well, and I think it's a good um, indicator of uh, like uh, danger. Because as the game is, as you say, is, is only black and white. I, it was. Uh, it, it would be pretty hard to to uh, understand what's going to hurt you. So um, I made the choice to to make the enemy bullets only, just for uh, the sake of uh, uh, readability as well. Because I tried uh, at the at the beginning of the project, I tried to make the enemy red, but it was too much. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's it, it's for it's for representing danger. So it worked well. Uh, I also tried other color etc. But red worked very well. That's probably why Mopinsa chose red as well on this project. So. Yeah, and there's yeah. bullets as well. Bullets are, um, yeah. I mean, there's one yeah. particular enemy that sprays bullets. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're vicious, unless you figure out how <laughs> to deal with them. Oh, stand right in front of them, that's it. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's get right Yeah, right all, all, all bosses have a, a trick like, to, yeah, it's, to get it's, them It's, it's all sides except the front. Like, oh, yeah, just, yeah, let's take that out. Let's, they'll be dead. Uh, but they are vicious, and it's, it's, quite, it's quite brutal. But... Um, yeah, I think it's really it works really well. Um, there's um, there's a show or a game called Shot in the Dark, which I think you should mm -hmm. have a look at. Uh, and they uh, also have a limited color palette, but they use it in a very different way. You were talking about mm -hmm. worried about difficult to see things, and you basically what I found in your in in Binary Star Infinity, you've actually 
made a great effort of making sure that the player can see as much as they can in the limited palette that is available. Mm. And you have black outlines a lot around a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's a, a small uh, trick uh, yeah. behind, the, behind the stage for, for make the game more readable. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, out, a little outline, uh, one, one pixel outline around Indeed, the One pixel uh, outline the around yeah. the shape yeah. so you can see them. Well, it's shot in the dark. They deliberately obscure things, deliberately, mm. uh, to make it as a mechanic. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. You should have a look. Yeah, I will take a look for sure. It's, 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 a, it's a very different, very, very different game. It's, yeah, com- uh, same same uh, visual design. No, same visual mm-hmm. palette, but the design mm-hmm. aspect is very different, and I find it fascinating that you've made a game that's reliant on the player understanding where everything is and where everything is going and also to the point where the players ship and they can see where they are because that's very important with shooters sounds a bit strange but the best way to win at shooters is knowing where you are and where you're going to be it's quite important um it's just like in driving games where it's not so much where your car is. It's a bit late for that. <laughs> you need to know where your car mm-hmm. is going to be. And that, yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That's quite important. So, and I find that with, with, with games like Binary Star Infinity. Um, but less so with The Shot in the Dark, which you can check out for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I, I will, I will uh, try this game for yeah. sure. Um, so my next question is this. Um, and this is something that I know... You've had some feedback on from your 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 the audience for Binary Star Infinity. Um, when destroying large number of enemies or enemies, period, uh, there's a lot of visual feedback to the yeah, um, too much, right? <laughs> and uh, I've been delicate here because some people didn't like because I was streaming yeah. it. I streamed uh, Binary Star Infinity, by the way. Which is yeah. I, I, I've seen that on 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 Twitch, right? And, and yeah, 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 yeah I've seen that. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was on uh, it was on YouTube. It's on YouTube as well. We put the archive yeah, yeah. on YouTube, so you can have a look at that. Uh, and um, but um, it's uh, basically what happens is at the time I was playing it, um, I don't think the patch was was live, but no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, The whole screen was just shaking violently. I liked it quite a lot because I thought it was reflective on the fact that you as a player causing all this destruction, surely everything would be kind of shaky. So that's yeah, yeah. definitely cool. And I, was, and I actually mentioned it in the stream, but there were other people in the audience and the Twitters going, it's too much shaking. It's too, I can't yeah, do yeah. this. Uh, and you but, can turn that off. But the point is the screen does still flash and there's lots of visual feedback. My, my question is, I think it does a fantastic job of um, advising the player that they have successfully shot something. Yeah, yeah. Um, was this always the intention? Why did you make it such a spectacle when a player manages to destroy something? Why did you do that? I would say you're you're um, you're right. It's it's part also of the, the the visual feedback that that's needed to understand what's happening. The problem is probably uh, it was a little bit too strong, and 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 I regret now to to didn't um, put the the option right away to to um, deactivate it because I know that that people suffer from motion sickness or epilepsy and kind of stuff like that. So uh, that, that's. Um, 
the, the problem is uh, I made the game, to be honest, um, uh, quite fast. So so I had like a, a very, very um, uh, defined deadline. So we had at, at the end of the project, I have to um, uh, rush a little bit. So, but yeah, uh, the, 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 the shake and, and flash effects were um, as well part of the, of the visual feedback that was needed. If, if you try to play now uh, deactivating the, the flash and shake, shake option you you probably uh, well it's better for people that that, that suffer from motion uh, sickness but you probably see, see that it's missing a, a visual information i think but uh, it, it's it's probably working pretty okay but i, I didn't uh, completely deactivate some of the effect because uh, it, it will be very strange to play yeah you wouldn't no, know what's going uh, on yeah, yeah exactly exactly anything. yeah, yeah. So i was exactly. um at the time of recording this show, last night I was streaming Jeff Minter games on my Commodore 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, these games are about 40 years old, okay? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he, uh, I was playing uh, Attack of the Mutant Camels and Revenge of the Mutant Camels. <laughs> Great game. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're fantastic. And the reason why they're really good is one of the things that Jeff does, and I said present tense because he still makes games yeah, yeah, yeah. that are kind of similar. For all these years, you know, you can still play, you know, a Grid Runner on the PlayStation Four and Five. Mm-hmm. You can still, you know, it's it's a really good port of an amazing game that came out on the Vic Twenty in nineteen eighty one. So, um, what I was mentioning when I was streaming those games is that how the, Jeff respected the player to inform them on what's going on. So in Attack of the Cam- of the Mutant Camels, when you are shot um, or st- struck, the border and your ship would flash violently. It flash, yeah, violently, yeah. And in strange right. color, like, a, be, like a, yeah, a, a, a rainbow. Yeah, yeah. A full rainbow of colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you also get a sound as well, like you've been hit. Mm-hmm. You really, uh, by the yeah. way, you yeah. because there's so much going on on the screen. Mm-hmm. You, you, unless something does that, unless something jarring and contrast that contrasts whatever was happening on the rest of the screen happens, you won't know you've been hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a, that's a great that's a that's a that's a uh, indication of a designer mm-hmm. that respects the audience. And, and and we don't have don't have a lot, a lot of tools like um, uh, this game is very simple one bit three color etc so except flashing and shake, shaking or or uh, uh, changing uh, like uh, colors etc you can do you can do much so it's also uh, yeah it's 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 hard to 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 get the, the right feedback uh, using this this constraint so yeah and uh, like I said if you want to know how to do that just go back to how they did it when they did it yeah, well. exactly. Uh, yeah, some yeah. of the games weren't weren't that great actually. I always found that asteroids that's one of its weaknesses. Yeah, you, yeah. you you have very little warning about when you're about to be hit. That's I mean you could argue that was the point of the game that you were in constant danger of being destroyed. Okay, but at least yeah. give me something. No. Yeah, yeah, true. And the same with the defender. Defender gives you no warning whatsoever about impending yeah. doom, which is why it's so difficult. You know, it's like, yeah. how, how do I know where I am relative to the... Well, there's a scanner thing. I can barely read that. I know. Mm-hmm. Why am I going so fast? Because. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to to uh, for um, binary star to be unfair when you no. play, but some no. some of the uh, the the shakes maybe are, are too strong. So some people f- felt like that way. They they think it's it's unfair because sometimes they they die and and they say that it's probably due to the shake because they don't know exactly where the ship is. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably. Uh, yeah, it, I have some regrets on this part, but but yeah, it it is what it is. So no, no, you, you were trying to advertise what was going on, on the screen. I don't think I've I loved it. I thought it was one of the things that <laughs> thank drew you. me to the game. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I thought it wasn't over the top, but then again, I don't suffer from motion sickness. I don't have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, 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 mean, I can I can play VR games like when I play Wipeout on yeah. PlayStation VR. I turn off all the restrictions and I'm fine. I realise I'm in a you know a privileged position there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Most probably, people yeah, can't yeah. do that. It's not elitist thing. Yeah. Some people have stronger stomachs than others, or abilities to. I mean, I've been playing first-person shooters for a very long time. Yeah, never yeah. felt nauseous. Never yeah. felt nauseous. Yeah, I, I I don't have this kind of problem as well. So it's probably uh, it was it was difficult for me uh, during. Uh, and you know when you when you uh, developing a game, you you play a lot of this game every day. Yeah. So I, I I was like completely desensitized from th- this uh, shake stuff like yeah. that because I, I I see it every day. So yeah. Uh, my yeah yeah. But, and, and and I didn't have a lot of um, uh, feedback from my uh, 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 publisher as well. They, they didn't feel that was too much. So yeah. Well, it's it's, oh, it's great it but anyway, like i said yeah. others i mean well the person who uh, M- Mikhail, he mk he's the one streaming um yeah. g- streaming the gradius games um he said oh, i like this the screen shakes too much though it's just too much I'm like is it because yeah yeah ready he's yeah he, he, he was a, like, <laughs> a, like he's a massive uh smart fan huge even, yeah, better, yeah. even more than i because i'm not very good at them i love them but i'm rubbish mm-hmm. at them uh, and uh, he's he's fantastic at them, and he was like, oh, "I can't do." It. His argument was he couldn't see what was going on because oh, he's really? one of these players who can see about, you know, good thirty, forty seconds ahead of what they're about to do. Okay, and so he's one of those. Right, he's projecting. He's one of those who can count the frames in Street Fighter. Well, yeah. So it's like that's what his argument was that he couldn't see what he was going to do. So his response is, I can't see what's going on. What he meant was, I can't see what I'm going to do. So that's Ooh. what he was worried about. So that's why he was moaning, because his, his uh, shoot 'em up mind, the way they play, I need to know what I'm going to be doing 30, 40 seconds mm-hmm. from now, not what I'm doing now. That's not important, because I can't focus on what I'm doing now because that's too late. It's the same thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know what I'm going But uh, if the screen is shaking so much, how can I yeah. possibly project what I'm going to be doing if I can't see it? Yeah? So. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can understand that. <laughs> well, but the fact is also in my game, you, you, you're you not obliged to shoot everything. So you, oh, no. you produce the tape. So. <laughs> Oh, no. Just that's, stop shooting. Stop shooting. Then. That's what that's what I said, but he wasn't having it. You know. uh, oh. yeah, it's like uh, I said. Look, not every game is Ikaruga, right? Can you just let it go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, and I still have my GameCube version of that. I'm happy to say. So, um, Ikaruga is it's yeah, a they're, very, they're very incredible they're game and, and very yeah, yeah. They're worth a lot of money now, apparently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. 
Binary Star Infinity, which is developed by Ricky Cedric Design. Very, very British. Ricky Cedric Design and published by Forever Entertainment SA. Yeah. It's out now on the following platforms. Now, if I get this wrong, throw things at me, Cedric. It's happened yeah. before, but I'll, I'll be very careful. I did my research. It's out on Steam, uh, yeah. on Windows PC. Yeah, uh, correct. That, and it's also on Nintendo Switch. Yes. Now, I've played it on both. I own it on both because I first encountered Binary Star Infinity on the new releases last week. On um, I was just browsing new releases, as I like to do on the eStore. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, look, they've... Uh, they released Dead Cells as a bundle, so I bought that bundle on, on uh, and you were sitting, and Binary Star was sitting right underneath Dead Cells for reasons only known to Nintendo. I went, oh, nice, I <laughs> thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> exactly, you were sitting right underneath a bundle deal of Dead Cells, which is like, huh? I'm okay, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was running little animation of the game. I went, that looks cool. So that's how I discovered Binary Star. That's how I, oh, exactly nice. how I, it was me browsing the eShop. See, it works, Cedric. It works. Yeah, great. I was, I was, I was, I do browse it because I released some good deals on there, and I didn't have Dead Cells on the Switch. I have it on the PC, but I didn't have it. Yeah. And I like Same. playing games on the Switch because you know. So, um, and uh, I, I bought it there. And just as a pro tip, there is a vertical and horizontal thing. Uh, orientation now on the switch it's really cool because when you yeah, yeah, yeah. rotate it just like all the arcade games on the switch you can actually have the and i have a, a, a device on my switch yeah. that allows me to bolt my joy cons to the side yeah yeah switch, same same which makes it so i you know playing arcade games like that is fantastic yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't. Well, is great with that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the game was was a, a switch game first uh, yes. for, for this reason because uh, yeah. I, I I use a, a flip grip a lot as well yeah, with that's other the one games. Flip grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So so I had that in mind f from the the start of the project, and also I think there is not a lot of. Um, uh, Real shoot them up that are playable uh, in in uh, tate mode and uh, like uh, vertical mode and, and uh, horizontal mode as well. Yeah. So uh, they, they, there is some like a portage of all them all game where they they, they invert the screen etc. But it's not um, uh, like uh, made to be played like that since the the start of the design. So I try to do that. To, to, done, to do that with uh, Binary Star, like uh, uh, making the game from the start, designing the game from the start to be playable in, 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 both, uh, in, in both direction. So. Yeah, and uh, I saw a video on on the Twitters um, which yep. wasn't involved cats, which is weird, but it does happen. <laughs> Didn't have a cat in it. At least I don't think. It might have had, actually. <laughs> I think there's a rule about doing a video on Twitter and not having cats in it. I don't know. Anyway, um, I like cats. Don't get me wrong, but it's just... Geez, I, I like uh, cats. <laughs> um, some, sometimes, sometimes. But anyway, um, this chap, this is happening a lot in the retro video game community, which you and I seem to be a part of, and I'm happy about that. But, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm still, I'm still playing my way through Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so don't... don't <laughs> call me retro fan exclusive no i love modern games mm -hmm. i adore modern games 
But yeah, it's same, same. he had this he had this monitor. No, television. Yeah. It was a television. Television. And he'd bolted it onto the wall, but he'd yeah. had it he had a hinge on it to so he could rotate the whole monitor. Yeah, yeah. And make I, it vertical. I, I've seen the yeah, I've seen the, the photo. And there is there is another guy this morning. I think posted the photo like that. He have a, a special like he have a monitor that that rotate as well for playing. Uh, uh, yeah, sh- yeah, shooter games. But I the thing is, the cool. game he was playing was Binary Star Infinity. Oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> great. It was like because he was showing it to his young son. I think yeah, his yeah, son. Yeah. And uh, he flipped, he turned, he goes, what's this, son? And he sort of flipped it around and rotated it around. And his sons blurted out, oh, it's like a phone. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and and everyone, was just, everyone was just laughing, going, yes, it's totally like a phone. <laughs> it's a big phone. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, of course, that's what the current general yeah, it, yeah, now sure. would say. Like, yes, that's totally... Mm-hmm like a phone you know and uh i i speak as someone who is a um who still has a landline because i'm that i'm generation <laughs> x yeah you know, we have landlines still we was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why do you have a printer why wouldn't you have a printer <laughs> you know and now i'm yeah. you know what I've, I've got i do have a scanner and a print why why have you got these yeah. things same why wouldn't, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I have one as well. <laughs> just you have these bizarre conversations yeah, yeah. with people. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you have these things? You always, you know, like I still have a, an aerial that I, I don't watch broadcast TV anymore, but I still have it connected to it. It's like, why? Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, you just no one, you know, it, it takes a while. It takes a while for us to let go. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's like true. I'm gonna have to let. I'm gonna have to stop getting films on Blu-ray, aren't I? Yes, you need to stop doing that now. Okay, I just yeah. stream it. You sure stream? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it took me a long time to stop buying buying optical media. It really did. Um, yeah. And and there are still video games I buy on optical media. Like you know, I've got six PlayStation Five games on optical media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly yeah, because I, I, there's only one yeah. gig there's only one terabyte of storage in that machine. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you some sometimes you need to have it on on like, you need uh, to, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, anyway. Cedric, it's been yes. wonderful having you on the show. I'm so happy Thank to be connected like this. Um because uh I just reached out to you. I followed you on Twitter and said, you know, do you want to come on the show and and you saw me streaming this game, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we just had a connection, and uh, you know, I just felt compelled to reach out to you and say, "You need to come on my well, podcast and talk about." Th- thank you, you for inviting me. It's, it's it's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's been wonderful having you on the show, and uh, we'd love you to have you back to talk about whatever <laughs> next you've got cooking in your brain. I don't know what it is, um, yeah, yeah. but we thank do have you. we do have return guests. Um, we have some people three, four times have come back Ooh. because okay. the, the show's been going for a very, very, very long time now. It's uh, in its eighth year uh, as a time of recording. So, you know, uh, we, 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 we will be here. Trust me, we will be here. Great. So, um, so like I said, you're pushing against an open door. That's a friend of mine, that's to say. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you very much. Well, Chris, thank you very much for having me. And it was really nice uh, chatting with you about my games. Absolute pleasure. You have been listening to the Sausage Factory podcast. 
part of the Cane and Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash cane and rinse for early, extended and exclusive podcasts. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube and at our website caneandrinse.com. <laughs>